This week on the Chairsoft Show, uh, I'm going to be introducing my new co-host to you. So we're going to have a chat with him in a minute. He'll come in and you guys can find out. So after the music, we'll find out exactly who it is. Uh, it's me, Dom! Oh, oh, great. He's, he's ruined the surprise. Yeah, it's Dom. Uh, cue the music. And you're listening to the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email on andy at the Chairsofter This week, uh, you are going to now meet uh, more about Dom. So not meet more about Dom, learn more about Dom. Um, uh, yeah, he's the co-host. Uh, the surprise was ruined yeah. in the intro. <laughs> Dom gets excited very quickly. I I found... Yeah, it was like the last episode you were on, which actually I think was coincidentally the last episode that we did uh, I before so. I went away. Yeah. God, has it really been? Yeah, it was the panel show in September. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been away. So, hey guys, uh, I had a great time in Malta. Um, didn't play some airsoft though. I was actually tempted, but I was like, "Nah, fuck that." It's like thirty degrees. I die in the summer in England. Like out here, I'm gonna literally disintegrate. Oh no! It'd be like that scene in Family Guy where like Peter melts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be that. Just me laying there. Yo, <laughs> can't do shit. <laughs> uh, so, Dom, welcome aboard. Uh, Thank you very much. On the Chess of Show. Uh, you've gone from band to being the co-host in the space of about three months. I know. Um, I think I've done pretty well for myself. Yeah, you, you have. You've turned a page. Um, I haven't had to edit about 45 minutes worth of content <laughs> out of an episode recently. So, yeah. Uh, let's learn more about you. So, first off, let's start where your airsoft journey began. Um, began when I was 16, uh, best friend, uh, Casey, um, uh, got me into it. He'd been playing for about six months to a year beforehand, uh, just yeah. doing little night games, um, which is, uh, the site we did the night games is, which is now the Rift Village, um, right. which you've been to yourself, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. once, I need to actually get back up there, don't yeah. tell Tony, he'll kill me. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> so yeah I started there when I was uh, 16 which is is now 11 years ago um, so I got into there uh, and that was literally me starting with a, a double eagle springer shotgun that was a one shot springer shotgun um, yeah oh That's god this was the days before try shots yeah it was It was. Uh, I think I think it was SEMA or double eagle had just released a try shot shotgun about a month after I started playing uh, right. So I had started off with this really, really awesome. I gotta say it's awesome. It was it was awful. Uh neon blue um uh single shot shotgun that shot at like two hundred and twenty FPS. Oh yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. Uh, it, I, although I can still remember the days roughly, really, when um you didn't even need a Yukara, so that was a sign of the times. Yeah, I think that coming because Casey, uh, Casey had a full black AK because uh, he bought his just before the the like the whole Yukara thing happened. 
Um, and yeah. I think I just started as it was going on, um, and it was switching over. Because mm. uh, that sort of like that that really for me the first time round was just sort of like the end of it. I was like, well, this is going to be awkward to get into because I didn't have a lot of money, and it's like, well, I'll just wait. And then obviously when I started a much better paid job, it sort of led into it because yeah. you need money to play airsoft. You really do. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it really, you really do. Uh, even though the airsoft has sort of become more available, um, you yeah. still need a good sort of, oh, I'd say, two hundred quid uh, at least mm. minimum to start playing after doing rentals or stuff. Yeah, it's hard as well. We we just did the, uh, we just filmed for the three hundred pound challenge that we did at Combat UK, which is yeah. coming out soon. It's difficult to think what you can actually get for that money. You know, you start looking at it and then you go, well, hang on, I've got like £150 left and I've only just started. You know, mm. for for me, having played for a while, it was a lot harder. Um, I'm not sure how you'd feel if you sort of went back and looked at sort of trying to start again because now you know what you know about the different products and that it's like... Wow, this racks up really fast when you think about it, you know. Yeah, I had to wait up until so I started playing when I was sixteen, and um, yeah. I didn't have a I didn't have a job until I was about eighteen. Yeah. I went to college with bits and pieces, and I had to wait. I think I bought a really awful. I think they're now made or distributed by ASG, but this sniper rifle and it's like sixty quid. It's a hump of crap. Uh, and I bought that out of my own money, and I had to wait until I was like eighteen to get like birthday money to afford my first AEG yeah uh, so yeah yeah it's, uh, that's the thing you know you want you want a good ASG that's gonna not ASG AEG you've got AEG. that in my head now oh, sorry. AEG um, no I think you said AEG as well and then I, I went ASG by the way guys yeah I've got a cold um, I've been back in the country 72 hours and I'm ill already so <laughs> bear with me on this one um yeah, for a decent AEG out of the box now as a starter rifle, you're looking about that 150 mark, I'd say. So yeah. 120 to 150 quid, you can get a good rifle to start with. Yeah. So um, my first I'm, first AEG, we get it right, um, yeah. was a was a, a, a Jingong, a JG G36C, yeah. um, which I think I've still got somewhere. <laughs> it's weird how you keep your first rifle, isn't you it? Do, yeah. That's um, why I haven't sold. I, I did it the wrong way. I got an LCT uh, as a first brand, gun. Though. They're yeah. they're a good gun. Don't get me wrong, but looking back on it, I was like, I made a mistake buying a three hundred pound rifle to start with. Mm, yeah, it depends on budget, though, doesn't it? As we were saying. Yeah, I, I used a Christmas bonus. Um, basically, went yeah. out and was like, "Yeah, I'll spend half of it on a gun." It worked out about three hundred quid that year, so I was like, "Yep, done LCT." But then, like. It was after that I came across the combat machines. I was like, "Oh, this would have made so much more sense to, to, to get." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, everyone makes mistakes. Well, exactly. You know, it's 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 a great thing having hindsight to look back on what you did when you first started and go, "Right, if I could do that again, if I could literally roll back the clock, I'd do this and this and this and this." And mm. then for me now, it's probably going to be the TMLMG. <laughs> Lol. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> It's either that or the LCT that they've got at um, combat at the moment. So the PKM? Yeah. 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 Uh, 
They're about the same, right? <laughs> the same sort of price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the same. All they need to do is like throw a recoil system in, and then it's the same gun. Yeah, basically. I would make the belt do that crazy wobbly thing. Yeah, but the LCT one, I could probably throw it at something or on the ground, and it won't break. With the TM one, if you like blow it, it wrong. If you it's... do a nick. Oh yeah! If you fall over. <laughs> yeah, that's that. it. Game over. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, you 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 got the uh, JG, you got into airsoft, um, and then sort of where did it progress from there? Um, so we did the night games for about about a year, um, and after a while, sort of winter time come, um, and we we sort of because <clears throat> the, the group of people I was with, we've been they've been playing for a while, and I was like the newest one into the little group, um, and it sort of got too cold and too dark too quickly to play night games. Yeah. Uh, so we started uh, venturing out to see what sort of local sites there were, if there were any, because, say, this is 11 years ago, it was, it, it's not like it is today. Yeah, it was very much a sort of underground thing. You had to know someone and secret handshakes and all that, weren't it, back in yeah. the day? Uh, and so the only two airsoft sites that were in the area were Tet Brigade and AWA Hearts. Yeah. Um, they were so, both still going, funnily enough. They are, yeah. So um, uh, Rob from Tet Brigade uh, actually lived uh, sort of around the corner from us, so we decided that was uh, he was a sort of a, a guy to get hold of, um, and, and we went to Tet Brigade, and I think I played there for about two years um, after uh, sort of doing the to sort of beginning sort of thing, um, yeah. and then uh, sort of had enough of Tet Brigade. Um, I won't sort of say anything nasty about them they're really really nice guys uh but um it was sort of like a regulars and it was a small a small uh group of lads um so eventually so sort of we decided it was time to to branch out um okay. and uh what was called uh viking airsoft which was in well garden city Palmer yep. green uh opened up so yeah we jumped onto that and i think yeah all sort of my sort of i'll say my airsoft uh, joke about it, but career sort of thing uh, sort of started at Harmer Green uh, when I was about 19 that's when I probably got into Airsoft cool cool I never played Harmer Green that site had unfortunately gone because it went on to Rift didn't it in the end it did if yeah if I remember and then um, I never managed to get over there to play before it oh. went um, but I heard good things um, obviously yeah so um, the rest as they say is history Yes. Uh, what? Well, let's. So, I did ask people to put questions in. By the way, no one wanted to. No one. Ask no one likes me. That's why. No, they just didn't know who you who it was. So I don't <laughs> think they wanted to actually. I tried to keep it secret, and then um, I think that probably added. So um, let's look through sort of your top three guns that you've owned during your airsoft time. Top three that I've owned. Yeah. Um, I've just sold it uh, to to one mag Tony Tony Pony. Uh, but sorry, my no mag. No mag. Sorry, no mag. After stealing the magazine back. <laughs> let's, let's give him his uh, new <laughs> correct title now. <laughs> uh, my SRS. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, had lots of help uh, without sort of. Uh, I don't know if you're all right with me saying brands and bits and pieces, but lots of help from a, a retailer that I, I bought the gun off. Uh, yeah, I mean, pe- people will know who the retailer is anyway because you guys promote them enough on your own social media feeds. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So, um, oh, and that thing was uh, I once uh, once I had that all upgraded and tuned in with the help of Lewis from uh, from Balls Deep, uh, yep. from my team. Um, that thing was just an absolute nail gun. Um, I would say I'm upset to get rid of it, but you know, more things have to be bought. Yeah, more guns. So, more guns. <laughs> I have to fund fund projects. Um, yeah. So that's definitely. I'll probably say out of the out of the guns that I've owned, that's my, my top top one. Um, I've, funny enough, the second one is uh, what the SRS paid for, which is the uh, GMP Stoner. So, oh yeah, yeah. You just got this, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, took that to the, the Rift Sim a couple of weeks ago, and that thing was awesome. It was an absolute laser beam. Um, yeah, yeah, super happy I got that. Um, You're getting the traces for it now, so you can be I like Star to. Wars. I might have to, <laughs> yeah. You won't um, be able to hit shit, but at least it'll look like Star Wars. You know, like you have to take on the stormtrooper. <laughs> Get one of the like little sound boxes, so when I pull the trigger, it just makes like laser noises from Star Wars as well. Yes, do yeah. it. Um. Uh, and the last gun. Um, I don't know. I've had quite a few. Um, I say the one I'm using at the moment uh, mainly is a TM recoil shock, which I'm slowly dressing it up to be like the, the the British Army slash kind of the Canadian Special Forces rifle, which is the L1 one or if you're yep. Canadian, the C8. Um, yeah. Uh, quite funny because. Oh, I literally tell everyone that TMs are the biggest waste of my uh, time and money, uh, and it is a TM and it's awesome. But yeah, oh. <laughs> that's the thing. You know, <laughs> it's always the TM owners that are like, "Yeah, you're going to spend loads of money on it, and it's going to cost you a fortune just to get it shooting." And then you love it when you've got it. So it's <laughs> once like you spent, yeah, once you spend two grand on it, it's awesome. But yeah, yeah, have to spend two grand on it. Yeah, unless it's Ross's. Yeah, and it goes back every other week. Yeah, poor Ross. Sorry, we abuse Ross. him about that, but yeah, sorry Ross, but it does break down fairly regularly. You know, I think it's broken down more than mine this year. How many times has yours broken now? I thought it was just once, but for a long time. Yeah, to be fair, it was like a recurring thing, and it seems yeah. to be behaving at the moment. So, That's good. but but I've been having too much fun with the TK forty five. Um, which is enough. now going to have a MOSFET fitted to it. What are you going for? Gate Titan. Good choice. Reese is currently working his magic with it, and I should have it back ready for my next game. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is actually going to be after this episode airs, by the way. So, yeah, I had it back, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shot it yet, but it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be sick. Well, to be fair, you know, that's the only thing that thing needs at the end of the day, in my opinion, is other than the hot rubber changing, which we've mentioned countless times before, because, uh, sorry, KWA, but your hot rubbers are crap for the UK market, I'm afraid, you know. I love the guns, but the hot rubbers just aren't for us at all. They are not great for the UK market. I think, yeah, because you think about the US a lot more, they're tend to have much higher limits than we do mm. um you know what, what you're getting out there is sort of our dmr territory yeah yeah uh so the hot rubbers are probably a lot harder for that and yeah. can probably lift a heavier weight 
a little bit better as well. But you know, I've got a uh, Maple Leaf sixty degree in, and it's firing perfectly now. Yeah, Maple Leafs are the one. They are the standard of uh, AEGs. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I even hear good things about all the sniper rifle builds with the Maple Leaf. Yeah. Stuff in it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, if anyone is out there listening and they are looking up to upgrade their uh, hot rubber, uh, Maple Leaf is the one to go for, though. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're the most widely available, I'd say, as well. You know, yeah. I see more of Maple Leaf stuff than I do of any other brand, really. Have you seen the VFC? You know the VFC Avalon series? Yeah. They're getting um, 60 degree bucket and uh, Maple Leaf buckings and uh, Maple Leaf 603 tight balls put in them. As standard. What a standard. Yeah. Mate, that's awesome. Like, so you're basically getting a standard rifle with upgraded parts in. Yeah. So, so uh, even the Avalons come with uh, VFC MOSFETs in them as well. So you're getting like a solid platform. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that sounds awesome, actually. I need to do some more research into the VFC stuff. Uh, Herman, tell me more about VFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Herman. I, I need to see more of him, actually. I haven't seen him in a while. I know. He, he does this, though. Bless him. Um, he, just, he does disappear for a while, doesn't he? Comes yeah. Uh, shall, shall we talk about your time working for combat, or are you fired again? <laughs> kind of yes. You've worked uh, in the you've you've worked in the retail side as well. I think we can say that, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I've worked for Combat UK since uh, Ed's opened. Uh, I think yeah. it's about seven or eight years ago now, and he was in the indoor market in Stevenage. Yeah. Um, I worked for, with Ed, um, and people like Kieran and Jake. I've worked with them on and off for the last sort of seven or eight years now. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Sorry, where. I was yes, waiting sir. for that to go on a bit more. Um, <laughs> that's just me blowing my nose. Uh, I didn't want to do that for everyone to hear on the internet. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, uh, that's. A, I mean, it's it's a great company anyway. You know, you got you can't fault them for anything, in my opinion. You know, openly and honestly, I can say they're probably one of the best retailers I've been to. Just for even just popping in and having a chat. Yeah, you know. I was in there within half an hour, and the first thing they did was get me a coffee from landing in the country on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were down on Saturday. You should. Have, what time? Because I went down on Saturday. I know you. I know you. You've been and gone by the time I got down there. I was there uh, about so half past Shank- three. Oh, okay. Yeah, me and Shankster had left. Yeah, I, I landed in the UK at half past one. By half past three, I was at Combat UK. You should have let me know. I would have stayed around. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to go. <laughs> you know when you sit there at home and you go, I'm bored now. I need to do something. And, yeah, I literally got in the car and drove over there. <laughs> literally on the way back, I said that to George. I went, I bet you Andy's going to call me either on the way home or he's going to pop in the combat literally like twenty in twenty minutes time. Um, <laughs> and I said it to him. Um, but yeah, uh, Combat UK, I can't fold them. Uh, also, uh, me and uh, saying this professionally as I can, me and Ed have. Um, different uh, mindsets and understandings of things uh, but Ed's always been uh, the best customer service for anyone he would try his best for for literally anyone um, meaning if they're, they're going to buy a gun today or they're someone that's they're young and they want to get into the hobby and they just want to drag their mum around the shop uh, and, and try and sort of 
persuade their parents to let them play. Uh, Ed's always been really good with that. Um, customer service in the shops, awesome. Uh, people like Parker and Kieran and uh, Emma and everyone, literally everyone, they will they will spend hours with uh, customers just to make sure they get what they want and not try and hard sell them someone or something or like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, that, that that reminds me. Actually, I was going to tell you when I, when I went in on Saturday, as I walked in the shop, someone was buying that MP40, <laughs> and Parker goes to me, "Oh no, Andy, you can't buy the MP40 anymore. We've just sold it." I said, "Oh no, someone's just saved me six hundred pounds. What a shame!" <laughs> and he was like, "Well, get another one in." Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Guess I'm buying that then. <laughs> yeah. um, hey. Saying that, you've got a giveaway, haven't you? We've come back. Well, it will have just passed by now, but uh, yeah, what what it was, was I, I wanted to do something different with that, actually, um, because I'd hit the 2K mark, the magical 2K figure, yeah, which I never dreamed in a million years I'd do, and it's been treacherous for me trying to get to that figure. Um, <laughs> I need more girls on there, man. You need, you need to get more girls involved with social media, I find, with Airsoft, because all the thirsty teenagers come out. I'll try and use my charming bad looks and beard to, to woo them. Yeah. I mean, um... <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's like um, I thought rather than just giving one prize away, you know, like I'll do a £50 voucher at combat or if they're international, I can go to their local retailer. Yeah. Because I was like, if I, if I offer that out, the international guys have an opportunity to get involved as well. You're not just saying, right, you're going to buy from here because, like, let's be honest, a £50 voucher... From combat, you're just basically covering the postage if you live abroad. Yeah. So it gives someone the opportunity to buy something that they want to buy as well, rather than going, you're getting this. Yeah. Have this yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, three people as well. You get more, you get more people winning something at the end of the day, rather yeah. than just one guy gets the prize and then everyone else is like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. You know, more opportunities for people to win, more hope. Yeah. Fair what enough. are you doing... Um, I'm actually trying to clean my keyboard because I, I spilled pasta on there earlier. Don't tell me <laughs> That's like a demo ranch thing, isn't it? Don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, so what events have you got coming up at the moment? Um, I, I'm I'm actually a bit sort of uh, slow on the airsoft stuff at the moment. So, uh, as we spoke the other day, I've just started a new job, or just yep. starting um, uh, tomorrow. Um, so, going to try and get my finances in order. Basically, I mean, I need a paycheck, <clears throat> and yep. then and then we'll see where it goes from there. There's a few places Yay. I want to. Yeah. Uh, there's a few places I want to go to, but. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what the future brings. Hopefully, uh, I might be able to tag along and follow you around and and do some bits and pieces. But uh, I mean, kind of want to get down to uh, Gloucester Prison. I'm hearing some good things yeah. after their first couple of games now. Um, I really want to get back into doing some sniper cam stuff because uh, I started doing that last year and then kind of gave up. I don't want to try and yeah, because you, you do actually have a YouTube channel, don't you? Which not yes. many people know. No, uh, so much that I've actually forgotten what my YouTube channel name is, and I do this every single time. <laughs> yeah, I swear every time you come on here, you're like, uh, what is it again? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally actually going on YouTube now to, to find out what my channel name is. <laughs> 
But I mean, you've, you've done some awesome videos, to be fair, as well. You know, you, you did the uh, review of the VX Sling when it first came out as well, which, let's be honest, the Viper kit is great. Um, yes. I'm not going to say that. Um, and to be honest with everyone as well, no one's paying me to say that. That is my genuine opinion. Yeah. Um, like, I love it. I've, I've got all but tan in the VX plate carriers. Hmm. Uh, Holding them. All but tan in the Spec Ops chest rigs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, like, I've even got a tan vest for um, my MP7, which I'm actually going to be running at a game soon as well, because I have barely run it. But it's guest blowback, so I want to try and get one game in with it this year before it goes, nope, I've decided to never work again <laughs> until next summer, when you can, like, use me for about two months. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, it depends. If we have a summer like 2018, then, yeah, it is about two months continuous that you can run a gas blowback. If it was like this year, yeah, a week. A week. One lucky week. Which, or... Yeah, which was that weekend we were at um, Tuddenham for yeah. the charity game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my YouTube channel, which is it's very small, so I don't expect a lot. I do this for fun. I'm not a, a YouTuber, by all means. Uh, but it's, it's HPA Airsoft. Yeah. Yeah, I finally remembered what my channel was called. <laughs> was that with the help of the internet? Yeah, I kind of had to actually go onto my YouTube channel and find that out. <laughs> oh, well. So you're not yeah. going to be doing like kill streaks and. Um, no, so I don't know. With My mindset for YouTube is basically to take some of the knowledge uh, that I've got uh, over the last 11 years of playing. Uh, and then sort of uh, and sort of feed that to the newer generation of players, even if it's sort of um, uh, sort of players that have been playing as long as me, or, or I've got something like like the the TMs or something like that, just to to share my knowledge with, and which is why I've yeah. done the um, so I've done the the VX plate carrier review that Kieran lent me, and then I bought myself a Viper VX sling, um, yeah. throwing everything around, and, and reviewed them, and they, both those videos <laughs> have done quite well. Um, well, I say well, well for my standard of videos. Well, this is the thing, you know, you've got, you've got the honest YouTubers as such that will go and look at a product or and give their honest criticism of something. And then you get the ones that will just go for those killstreak videos, the clickbaity type videos, and try and make something that way. Um, for me personally, with YouTube, I want to find out more about kit than I'd yeah. want to watch gameplay that's just my personal view yeah because um, th- the other issue with gameplay as well is you hear the stories about certain individuals and what they do to get the views up and get the content made and it's not a true reflection the other thing as well that we've been talking about recently actually let's get a controversial topic in Dom I know you like this oh gone and I like this yeah the uh, we we discussed in the panel show the other week about when you start playing airsoft and filming it and creating content from it, you become an ambassador for airsoft. Yeah. Well, the minute you do any content, be it a review or gameplay, but gameplay is the most commonly watched footage. Yes. Um, and we know recently there's been a couple of episodes on channels where. People have been caught cheating as such in their videos, but then called other people out on it. And 
like, do you feel like YouTubers need to be more wary of what they're actually publishing before they put it out? Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're calling someone out, you need to make sure you're squeaky clean, in my opinion. And that's one of the reasons I wouldn't do gameplay. You know, I'm thinking I need to make sure I'm squeaky clean. If I fuck up by accident and that goes out there for the world to see, that then reflects badly on me. Yeah. Um, kind of going into that, though, for a gameplay video, there's sort of... There's two types of YouTubers that I find with gameplay. There are YouTubers that will purposely go out of their way to cheat to make the content yeah. look good. Uh, and then yeah. there's YouTubers that will... Uh, in fact, actually, a really good example of this one, actually, is Alphonse, uh, the LMG guy. If everyone, everyone must know Alphonse. So, yeah. um, if you watch his videos carefully, um, if he gets shot, he will cut the video short and then go back to respawn and then try and get back to the same position and then recut his video to that point. So he's taken the yeah. hit. Uh, but there are, I say, there are other YouTubers that will purposely sort of like ignore a hit yeah. or two. I, th I think the thing with content as well, which is something that um, Kev actually brought up in one of his videos and did more of, was mm. let people see that hit. Yeah. You know, let people realise that you are an honest player and that you can show that with your gameplay footage. You know, if I saw more of that, I, I love watching Kev's videos. You know, Kev's a great guy. He's done a lot for me. Uh, we're working together on a few things as well with uh, S often with friends so yeah. uh, more details on that coming soon as well cheeky little plug <laughs> but you know he actually someone apparently messaged him and said like we never see you get hit so he actually went in his next video and put up him getting hit yeah. a lot more and he does it a lot more now you know you can see him putting the like blood effect like you're getting Call of Duty yeah. around it and stuff and you know that's that's what I want to see from gameplay footage. Uh, I want to see that honesty, you know, show that you've got some integrity as an airsofter. Or just edit it really well, like you just said, and just make yourself look badass. But yeah, at least people yeah. will know that... I mean, let's be honest, your reputation follows you at the end of the day. People go up against you. And the minute you get that negative reputation, it follows you regardless. Um, I've actually heard examples of this happening as well, firsthand. Um from site owners and stuff where players have been at their site's been accused of cheating and they'd already left. Yeah. You know, the minute people find out that you're there, I mean, Christ, look look at what happened with an individual when they found out he was potentially going to NAF. Yeah. Or that rumour yeah. started. Um, yeah. But the less we say about that, the better. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, play, play in the game and show yourself playing in the game and you become a great ambassador for Airsoft, in my opinion. Yeah. Controversial opinion, probably, but hey, I don't care. You know, if you've got any complaints, email them to Dom. Yep, yep. Um, Dom's now my complaints guy. No, you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just make up a really nasty email address to send to people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you feel about travelling abroad to play as well? You know, as we've discussed before, I'm looking at going out to uh, America next June Yeah. Uh, to get a game in. Uh, would you ever consider that? I would love to. Um, if, you, to. If you get the money and your finances together. Yeah, if I can get my finances or if you can give me a lift. I mean, it's only, what, like, uh, 
six thousand miles away. It can't be that far. We'll borrow. We'll borrow Kev's private jet, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's famous, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, he is the celebrity. I know um, I'm going to get abused for this as well. <laughs> uh, I would love to. Um, I would absolutely love to fly abroad, um, yeah. mainly California. Um, I know that's. I think that's where you're going, isn't it? Uh, next year. Uh, possibly, yeah. I'm looking at what events are on in the summer next year over there, and I'll. It'll probably end up being California, but I just feel like I might die. You know. <laughs> the heat. In the summer in California. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd love to. Uh, I've I've been following. Oh, I don't know. You must know. Uh, uh, junkie dot com, the old YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah, and he did. Um, they they do it every year. It's Broken Home in the states. Right. Yeah. Operation Broken. I would love to go to one of those. Uh, I'll have to check that out. I need. I don't think I've come across this event. I need to check this out now. Um, um, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I would love to go over to somewhere like that. Or um, I can't remember what the place is called, but uh, Novridge went to it. It's like a Milsim Island. The whole island's to do with them. We actually uh, nearly went to that. Yeah, I would we love would, to go to that. Me and some guys were actually looking at hiring a minibus, driving across Europe to go to this event. Yeah. Because it was like Croatia, wasn't it? You go to an island off of Croatia or something yeah, like that. I think and, it, yeah, sounds about right. But again, that's in June. I'm going to die in that heat. <laughs> that's not going to end well for me. Oh, well. You have well, to get Will Greenwood <laughs> to show you how to do some diet plans. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with that. I'm managing. Well. I'm managing well enough myself, thank you very much. At the moment, I'm losing it at the rate I want to. That's fair enough. You're doing really well lately. Really, really well. I'm not. I've actually been on. I've put two kilos on on holiday. Yeah, but that's, the holidays don't count. Like, yeah, true. Especially like when you're in Malta and they make really good cakes. Yes. With ice cream and <laughs> an ice cream cone and everything. I'll send you a photo after. It was. It was sexy. <laughs> it had to be eaten. Uh, I see that's fair enough. But yeah, that's like it. even like I'm hearing more and more about places like New Zealand and sort of Canada. I want to get out there, meet the guys from the Nomads that I had on the show the other week, who I'm yeah. hoping to get back on at some point. I need to organise that. We'll get a couple of their guys on as well and figure that out. Um, but yeah, like you hear so much about these different countries, and I'd love to just experience it. Even go to Germany, I might hook, I might uh, hit Felix up and see if we can get out there and borrow. That'd be cool. Or uh, is it Border Wars as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Oh shit! What were those other ones? I discussed them with uh, Matt Fury King. I can't remember the name of them, but they were they looked mental. These events, they're like eighty-two hour mill sims, right? And like. Apparently, there's some arrangement that you can, like, in certain places, you could use like in-game currency to buy meals and stuff at the restaurants and the local towns and stuff, and they all get involved with it. That's pretty cool. And it's like, you get hit, you're out for six hours, but that's oh. like perfect opportunity to go get your head down, get some shut eye. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like you turn up, you're really tired. Oh dear, I got shot in the first five minutes. Right, <laughs> six hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I say, just under thirty. The the rifty. Three thirty-two or thirty-six, whatever it's called, the thirty-two-hour uh, film sim that Rift yeah. has done, and yeah. I think I managed to get about four hours sleep over the whole weekend. Yeah, that's a, that's actually quite good considering some of the stories I heard from people where they only had about thirty minutes. 
Yeah, I got. We went up. Me and Lewis went up on the Friday. Uh, I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. Just really couldn't sleep. I got about an hour yeah. of sleep, and then uh, <clears throat> X-ray were doing all the night raids. Yeah, sn- sneaking into people's bases. So we only got a couple yeah. of hours extra sleep. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do an episode on Rift Sim. Actually, you just reminded me. We'll we'll yeah. do a full episode on that and get some of the other guys on and figure that out. Sounds good uh, to me. I want to get more for Rift because you know, I love the games. I love the sites. Uh, I've played. I don't like the ridge because I fall over before the game even starts and end up caked in shit and cleaning my TM recall out for about two hours the following week when it had all dried out from oh, the no. mud. Uh, at least it didn't break yeah. it in half like Nick would take it. Yeah. It's the fact it took me 30 minutes to fall over. Uh, it's like the most ridiculous... If you'd have seen it, you would have been in hysterics because like, I started slipping and I'd get my balance back, start standing up and then I'd start uh, going again and Heather was in absolute hysterics because I'd just taken the piss out of him for nearly falling over. Uh, um, but, you know, the village had a good day. Um, I just wasn't feeling too great when I got there, so yeah. cut it short a bit for me. Um, comms I went to. Uh, I did like the whole jump in and jump out throughout the day for the birthday game yeah um, and the ice cream truck as well that was worth it <laughs> all airsoft sites need an ice cream truck just throwing that one out there uh, I wish especially especially in the middle of summer oh. yeah maybe like a Definitely. maybe like a little coffee van in the middle of the winter yeah soup van a soup, soup van they actually did that at one of the when I did the Octo Eight games. They actually had a soup kitchen at one of the events because it was like winter. I think I think it was January or February. But um, one of the organisers, his wife, come along and basically run like a little shopping game, like played the in-game character and everything. Was a little shopkeeper and she did like a little tuck shop. That's pretty cool. And like I think all the proceeds went to Safa as well. So it was like you just go in, throw a couple of quid in, get some hot soup and a bit of bread and mm. whatever in the evenings or whatever you were doing and then all the money went to a charity so like there was nothing really going into their pocket at all that's pretty cool it was all out of the game funds that you paid when you got there yeah that's really nice of them yeah um and they did they did that a few eversley especially where you've got the village i don't know if you've ever played eversley i don't know i haven't ah we need to get you down there yes Um, i haven't played very far i think most of this year's been rift events. Yeah, it depends. You know, I, I made a purpose, a conscious effort this year that I wanted to get a bit further afield. I haven't played all the sites I wanted to this year. Yeah. Um, I'll book them for next year at some point. You know, I want to get to level two. I want to get up to Project X. I've still got to get up to Alpha Fifty Five. Yeah. And go see the guys up there. Uh, I need to get back up to Glasgow. All saying that, my parents live only like five minutes away from Humber Airsoft, so I need to pop into there when I'm up there next. Oh, mate, Humber Airsoft. That place gives me nightmares. Oh, Just the that's... mosquitoes. Oh, no. We're good. Like, take, we... take bug spray. Okay. They're like, they're not they're not mosquitoes, they're pterodactyls. <laughs> like, they're huge. You see them flying around, you're like, what the hell was that? Alright, I will. I'll bring one of the the old electrical um, uh, fly zappers, bug zappers. <laughs> Put it on your riff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a bayonet. Yeah. <laughs> if you're up that way as well, head up to HQ, man. We'll head up there. That's always yeah. a good site. Uh, that I'm was not... a good site to play, I found. 
I haven't really looked up there. It's literally because my uh, my parents live round the corner to it. They they sort of went, oh, we've got this place Hamburger sort of next to us, and it's like, oh, should actually probably go. And yeah, I haven't. If you go there in the summer, it's hot. Okay, there's like no shade in the safe zone either. I think it's just on the top of the quarry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, you've, like the the shade is basically the hut that they oh. do the booking in at. Um, you just have to deal with it at the end of the day. Yeah. I didn't melt that day, so. And that was in the height of the heat wave last year as well. Yeah, we have to. If or if you got a weekend free, we might have to go down there, up there. Yeah, we'll we'll hit that up and probably next summer. <laughs> yeah, 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 not now. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, mate, we're we're into my CQB season, which seems to last most of the year, and I occasionally venture out to a woodland site. <laughs> You have to let me know because uh, I haven't played a lot of CQB. I think the most I played is um, is it the the jail, the goal, or whatever yeah. you pronounce it. Um, and I haven't played there for I think about a year now. Was that at the Rift game in the snow? No, I think it was about a month beforehand. Oh right, you were, were you not at the Rift no, game up there? I managed to dodge that bullet. Oh, mate, it was cold. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had enough horror stories about that uh, that charity event or that rift event. Yeah, don't get me wrong; it was a good day, nonetheless. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was just the freezing cold temperatures. It was like, my God, I was stood around on the sports field for about twenty minutes and not moving. I was like, oh, I think my face is frozen in position, <laughs> just from the mesh, the co- co- the heat that my mesh was holding in. Oh no! Yeah, didn't <sighs> get to that. So yeah, if if uh, what sort of sites CQB wise would you look to play in? Um, Tony's invited me. Tony's Tony Pony One Mag has just invited me to. I think it's his birthday game. uh, South Coast. Yeah, twenty seventh. I'm going to that. I've got the hotels booked the night before. Yeah, talking about Tony, he's literally just messaged me on Facebook. As he said, have you, are you coming yet? <laughs> uh, no, he's just, um, I don't know, he's just messaged me, are you free? So, we'll see, no. we'll see if that's <laughs> what he replies. But yeah, so yeah. so is that so the end of the month, isn't it? Yeah, 27th of October, uh, a few of us are heading down to South Coast, um, go and play there again. Uh, great site. Uh, shall we do the Will Greenwood? Great site, great people. Highly recommend if you're in the area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I kind of want to go to that if there's if I can if I can get down there. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll, we'll figure that out because um, it's worth playing South Coast. Uh, it's an old army camp. It's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've played there three or four times, and if I'd play there more if it wasn't the distance for it, because you know yeah. it's like such a, a drive. You, yeah, hour and a half, two hours from us. So, like, I make a weekend of sites that are more than about an hour, an hour and a half away, just so you can get a decent night's kip and not wake up at stupid o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I've even booked hotels for the jail before. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Especially uh, at weekenders, you know, everyone after what happened one year. But that's a story for another day. The pranks. Yeah. So Tony, Tony's messaging me because he's managed to do something to the SRS that I sold him. 
So, so the gun that was Dom's favourite, Tony's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's going to be a great place to end the episode. Really. No problem. Uh, thanks very much for your time, Dom, and uh, we'll be hearing more from you in the coming weeks on yeah. the show. Uh, where can people find you? So, as I said, HPASoft on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Oh God, this is the, this is how much I don't know my own social media here. Uh, so you can find me on the Balls Deep Facebook page if you are interested in talking to me through the team. Or you can get hold of me through Instagram, which is HPASoft102. Cool. Uh, you know where to find me, guys, by now, or you should do. Uh, I've mentioned it at the start of every episode. I got told it was uh, gave one guy nightmares on the long drive as well, <laughs> which made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've got a few good topics coming up in the next couple of weeks. I've got some guys lined up for some cool stuff. Uh, Dom's coming up with some ideas for different people to bring on as well, so... Yeah. Onwards and upwards from here. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks for your time. Uh, hopefully Thank the guys you. know a little bit more about you. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time on the Chairsoft Show. Take care of each other. Take your hits. Don't be a dick. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Catch you later, guys. <laughs>